Welcome to the HR Matters podcast. HR Matters because people matter. The place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with news and topics that really matter, together with insights into the changes you can make in your organization today. For anyone who has a keen investment in the people within their organization, featuring Marlene Fluch. Hey, hello. Myself, Lisa Dempsey. And today we have a fantastic guest, Chris. Tabish. Chris, welcome. Thank you. It's a joy to be with you two. An awesome job pronouncing my name. It didn't sound <laughs> like, a, like a dog food commercial that it's sometimes. So thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's the least we get the do. basic things right. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very happy to cover the basic base as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, do you want to introduce yourself briefly to, to our listeners, Chris? Sure, love to. So uh, as Lisa said, uh, my name is Bill Mark, no, uh, Chris Tavish, <laughs> and uh, I have a, I'm a founder of a consulting company that helps Fortune 500 companies in the Silicon Valley area and the San Francisco Bay area. And I've also written a book called Comediology, and Comediology is all about uh, bridging stand-up and business. I like to think of it as a fun business book. And so it, I'm, a, I'm a stand-up, I'm a hobbyist sort of stand-up. I've been doing it about 10 years and realizing the value that stand-up comedy can bring to uh, your career, to your business life, to make, help you be more effective and have more fun. So that's what comediology is all about. Yeah, I love that. I love that, that combination of the, you know, the management consultancy and, and then the value of comedy in that. Because I think particularly, you know, comedy is so valuable and yet in so many office places, it's not used and sometimes doesn't even feel welcome. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Curious. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Lisa. No, no, no. It's, it's, say more about that. How did you discover kind of the value of, of comedy? Well, it's, you know, it, 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 it's funny. We were talking a little bit earlier about the unanticipated transformational agents. And for me... I was so, a pretty miserable time in working for a company. I was a pretty senior level at the company and just miserable. I mean, on the extra, from an external perspective, I don't know how transparent it was, but inside I was just, you know, and, and for all of you, sorry if you guys aren't, are you guys Star Wars fans? Uh, <laughs> I've yeah. seen most, I saw the early films. I've not seen the latest ones. <laughs> Okay. Well, the, yeah. So, uh, so, so that you get that, that I was, I was kind of a stormtrooper. I mean, even though like, it was like, oh, the, the evil Lord wants us to go in and pillage his village and take all the money. Okay. Well, that's what he said. So <laughs> let's go. And that, but just being miserable, just being kind of dead inside. And then I really needed an escape, something to bring me joy. Um, I, you know, and I had options of, do I speak to a counselor? Do I, uh, it, the funny thing in comedy is that nobody has your employee ID. So it's really easy just to, to say what you want to say, no repercussion, but you kind of get it all out of your system. I didn't do that from an inspirational perspective. I just did it just to escape, but then, and find joy in my life. But then after several years, it was like, wow, this is the, the tools that I'm learning in comedy. I'm actually applying to business and it's really helping me uh, connect with people. It's helping me present. I'm, being funny in situations and it feels like I'm making a lot more building respect. And so I did a, a lot of research and just decided to put my thoughts into words. And that's, that's kind of how it came about. 
Wow, I love that, and I and I love how you mentioned. You know, it, it's a transformational agent. Yeah, you know, I think there's so there's something completely different that's available, right? When when we bring comedy to the table, and it, yeah, there joy. You know, pure joy can it becomes available, doesn't it? It it is, and and it's it's pure joy. And there's this thing uh, that all of us have called ourselves and it's so crazy to think about that how much we discard it in especially in business today you know when you talk about doing your job or doing uh research or giving an opinion or coming with back with a presentation you think okay well what do the what does gartner say what does forrester say what is what is the, what do the industry analysts think uh what are the powers that be think and then we get we lose the fact that we have an opinion uh, right. In comedy, you, you can't get away without having an opinion. That's kind of the underlying, what's your mm-hmm. point of view? And when you, when you tell somebody a joke, you know, like uh, my daughter, for example, she comes to me and she goes, she, when she was really young, she goes, Daddy, I love cats. And sometimes, Daddy, I wish you were a cat. And I was like, well, <laughs> why, why do you wish Daddy was a cat? And she goes, because then I'd have a cat. <laughs> and so... <laughs> When you think of comedy, and, and that, I told a joke, maybe you thought it was funny, maybe you didn't, but the point is, you, you came from inside of you. You yeah. have an authority within yourself, and that's one of the beautiful things I love about comedy is it's like, oh yeah, well, what do I think about this? Because I'm an authority, I have something to say, I have something that I think. When, when you hear a joke, you don't need to go ask Forrester to see, was, it, was that a funny joke? <laughs> you, just didn't, you just know, and we forget that, we forget that. Uh, we bring something to the table. So I, I, I love that transformational aspect about comedy. Is, is that why you mentioned respect as one of the results of bringing comedy and, and, and jokes into work situations? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it's respect. People respect the truth. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has felt that when they're, think they're being, when you're sugarcoating or when you feel like things are being sugarcoated when you're talking to the, sales guy that calls everybody sport you're like wait a second is this, you know so yeah and then when somebody's just like hey it is what it is and they can laugh about it and more specifically laugh at themselves for me it's instant respect i just have such an admiration for those people like oh well you've clearly seen me at the top of my career and they can't get the projector working or whatever it's just <laughs> like i love that person you know yeah and, that, and that's that's actually technically been proven um doing the book i did a lot of research is that people, they actually are perceived as more confident and more competent when they can look at a situation, call a spade a spade, and bring some levity to it. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's really such a strength to, you know, it, indeed, it's, this isn't about, you know, comedy making fun of other people and using other people as the butt of a joke. This is, no, this is, you know, finding the light and joy and and your own perspective. I think there's something that's so valuable about that, you know, forming your own opinion and, and, and putting the honesty, you know, the authenticity of it out there and, and holding it lightly, realizing it may only be your opinion, but you know, if you can laugh about it, that that's, that's really important. There's a huge amount of value there. Yeah. And Lisa, that's a really good point. I it would never advocate, especially these days, just to go in and say, Oh, look at you, CEO. That was a dumb mistake. Like that's not, that's no. not but <laughs> it's uh, it's looking at yourself. I think you can always get away with making fun of yourself, even in spite of the, the how 
hard it is to do comedy, you're always an open target for yourself. And, and people, you know, if, if, you're, if you're reasonable and, and, and you, and, if, and the thing is, the magic that it takes for you to look at yourself in a situation and find levity is also, I find the magic that brings you joy. That it's like, yeah, I'm not perfect and, and have a good laugh at it. It's, it. There's something that really brings us to another level of perspective and fun and, and fulfillment. Oh, I love that. Yeah, the, the, the fulfillment that, that exists in that space is yeah. it's so real and so true. I love this story of um, Oprah. Uh, of course, I think most people know who Oprah is these days. And um, she has this great story of, a, you know, the first time that she really had to laugh at herself. She was, I think she was a news host at that time. And she had mispronounced, I think it was Florida. And she was live on the air. And literally, she just had to <laughs> laugh at herself. <laughs> that was the first time that she remembers realizing, oh, wait a minute, I get to be a human being as well. And when I can laugh at myself, people connect with me really yeah. differently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you, and uh, I love that story, Lisa. And, and when you look at people in the news who, uh, and, you, and you see it all the time, people who deny it, people who get serious and it wasn't me. And, and then <laughs> people, and then people uh, conversely, I'll use uh, David Letterman as an example. Um, and not necessarily he was laughing, but he's like, hey, here's what happened probably maybe some levity behind the scenes. People forgave him in like 18 minutes. And it's like, compared to people who did the same thing that he did and still probably hold a grudge to this day because they just didn't call a spade a spade. And, and comedy helps us do that. If we can uh, find the goofiness or the, even if it's just, I like it to myself, like, oh, that was, that was ridiculous. And what was funny about that, it helps you remove and realize that we are, we're not our material. Like even on stage, I have to like, oh my gosh, my material was awful. They're going to think I'm a horrible person as a beginning comic. And then over time you realize, no, I'm, I'm separate from my material. I'm me and I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm changing and I'm weaving through this like a fish in water. And it's the same thing in, in corporate situation or in mm -hmm. an Oprah situation. Yes, that was the material, but she's separate from that. I, I, I love Deepak Chopra. He does this uh, meditation and he, he, he went into this huge auditorium and he said, okay, let's say I am and what your name is and then what your job is. So I am Chris Tabish. I'm a management consultant. And then we'd say that a few times. And then he said, I am now let's just say Chris Tabish. And then now just say I am and then I am. And it's like, wow. And you totally get that. There are these layers that we put so much pressure on ourselves but then you just take it back and comedy helps me do that. But just realizing what's real and what's true. You just are as a human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless you're a fish. In that case, it doesn't really do. Then you're not a human being. Yeah. <laughs> fair point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's such a, a, such a really valuable point of, of, and there's such a huge lesson of worthiness in that. Right. You know, you, you don't have to hustle for your worthiness. You don't have to be your job title. You don't have to be your task or your thing that your, you know, your boss gave you to do. You just get yeah. to be you. Yeah, that's right. And I, th I think so many times in corporate situations in particular, people show up and they feel like they have something to prove. And 
it's, and when we actually show up and people assume that we're competent or we wouldn't be at the table. Um, but when you, and, and we've all felt that person working with a person that's trying to prove something and you're like, yeah, I get it. It's a square to four. What do you know? Um, and, and you're like, and you're kind of like put off by the person versus the person that might not be as competent, but they're human, they're humanistic. And you just, this is another, uh, what I found out in the research is that people, people's peers will go above and beyond to help that person be successful more so than the person that's just, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm the best in the room. And so what a powerful tool in, in, in your career to be human, to support people because they will move mountains to make you successful. Yeah, that's true. It does really good things for connecting and for relating to people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they had this, uh, sorry if I'm, if I just, I love, I'm fascinated by this research, but they actually had yeah. uh, re- research where they showed like a person was watching these uh, other people or the, they were watching movies, excuse me, little, little snippets of movies. And uh, uh, they patched in another person that was watching the same snippets and then they would they would rotate the people watching and so after some time uh you know they they laughed at some of the movies and some of them or the snippets some they didn't laugh at when they were finished they asked okay well which people did you like and invariably it was the people that laughed when they did they're like oh we we have the same thoughts we we really i I want to be affiliated with that person well it turns out they weren't even like live people (laughs) they were just videos (laughs) being you know but but it doesn't but that's that's how comedy connects is seeing like oh yeah we get it we're we're in the same boat together you're like no that that person's thousands of miles away sleeping but you know anyway it's uh it's just funny that the the magic of comedy the magic of connecting through humor well that reminds me of uh of my kids i have two young kids and one thing that they love more than anything is when i both tickle them at the same time (laughs) so they're both on the couch or on the floor and i tickle them both and they laugh together and laughing together rather than just me tickling one of them and, and then the other, they love that most of all. It's the synchronicity of, of just laughter. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, I think, and I, forgive me if I get this statistic, not exactly right, but it's something to this effect. You laugh, uh, you're 35 times more likely to laugh when other people are laughing than with than by yourself. So, um, which is crazy. You just think like, otherwise I just sit at home and perform for myself all day. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it is, there's something to it. There's something that is uh, addictive or um, I don't know, when we see other people laughing, it, it brings us start to laugh too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, and it's really healthy for us as well, right? I mean, when we laugh and, and we're, we connect with that joy and that energy, it, it releases dopamine and all sorts of really yeah. wonderful things, you know, it, into our bodies that, that help promote not only like just well-being, but also, you know, dopamine helps like short-term memory. Um, you know, all sorts of really useful things that, that happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Lisa. And, and it's actually when they, uh, they did this, um, study where they were showing people just a a bland video and then showing people comedy and then they asked them questions and it was the people that watched comedy actually responded to 25% more questions. And, uh, the other was like, I'm just not. I'm just not stimulated enough to answer. I don't know what they said, but it was, <laughs> but it does. It gets people going. It gets people. It gets your, um, you're healthier. You're you're happier. 
it's all around just a really positive tool that we tend to leave by the wayside when we get to work. Yeah, and it's like, why not, why not use this? Yeah. So what about, especially like the world we're living in right now, uh, there's, there's so many changes going on. It's hugely, huge transformations, small ones, you know, in, in, in the, the personal space and big ones in the, in, in the economy, in, in, um, in cultures, in the environment, but also in, in, in the world of work, in, in, in the corporate environment. What do you see as a, a role of, of humor and of comedy? What do you see as a benefit happening right now? Uh, well, it's interesting. First off, Marilyn, what, what changes are you seeing now? What's, go- what's going on when you... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> yeah, we're recording this during the COVID crisis, right? right? So there's a very specific, you know, time marker here. And that's why it was funny, ladies and gentlemen. No, okay. <laughs> I love, I loved your expression. You're like, is this guy? When, when <laughs> like, what what's going on? <laughs> Well, there's, change, uh, there's been changes going on all the time, but now we, Lisa and I devoted a, 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 an episode on that earlier. This is change on speed, on steroids, yeah. hyperspeed. So, uh, so, so, yeah, my question is all the more urgent right now. Like, what can you do for us now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think even, even something as simple as a Zoom conference, because we're all, let's face it, fumbling around trying to figure out we haven't been, you know, the, the, the ratio of doing a Zoom where you're actually doing video was, okay, maybe you had, I don't know, I didn't do video that much. I maybe had once a month. And now wow. you're doing it every single day and you're figuring it out and the technicalities. I'm sorry, you're going to look dumb. You're going to look like you have no idea what you're doing. This is, you know, my talking to my parents where they're up next to the microphone like where are you where did you <laughs> what's going <laughs> on yeah, right. we get into these like no you're on mute you know we're like two blind <laughs> sea captains having a cannonball war like and i think i think it's just the ability especially during stuff like that you're you're gonna look awkward you're gonna look having that ability to laugh at yourself in spite of everything else that's going on which even helps more but just in your everyday because you're not an expert at it. Not, very few people are. And so the more you're able to do that, the more you're able to walk away with, yeah, it's me, I'm learning. And boy, wasn't that funny when I, when I went on for 17 paragraphs and nobody heard a thing I said. <laughs> I was on mute the entire time. Right. There's some really good stuff there. <laughs> and no one said anything. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> nobody dared say a word. Well, it's actually, it's, I, I love that you bring that up. And especially now, like with using Zoom all of the time, when I'm doing team meetings and things like that, or team, team coaching sessions, I purposely have at some point, usually where, you know, I just sense the energy needs to be shifted a little bit. I have everybody stand up and do something called the zebra shake. So literally you just sort of stand up and you try and shake every single part of your body. Everybody looks absolutely ridiculous. Everybody's <laughs> laughing and feeling yeah. very self-conscious, but we're all doing it together and it shifts the energy. It opens up something completely different than, than what was there before. And it's because we're able to like laugh at ourselves, laugh at one another, kind of do this together. I love that. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And we and that's that's a pretty good description. Lisa. I think what's going on right now, we're all in this together. And we're all we all feel the you know, we were talking earlier about the amazing walk and we're inspired at like 10 o'clock and then at six o'clock, like, 
hey, can you bring over that glass of wine that you were <laughs> We all feel that up and down and just to, to call a spade a spade. There's so much power in that. Yeah. Here's a question of a slightly different sort, and that's, you know, humor, I think it absolutely serves a function in, in, in the big picture of things and particularly now. When does it tip into, you know, I think we've also seen people in workplaces where they kind of hide behind humor. What's the tipping point for you where, where humor goes from being healthy and functional to, oh, wait a minute, maybe somebody's hiding behind something in, in the humor. Maybe there's some truth in that that needs to be called out. Is, is there anything there that seems yeah, significant? I, th I think it really, uh, a couple of things. I think um, one is just the direction of if it comes from, I, I kind of have basic foundations for, for what I wrote the book about comediology. Uh, what it, it's, you know, authenticity, it's presence and, and humility is a big aspect of it as well. Yeah. You know, it's, I think a lot of the times people use humor as, you know, sarcasm or um, off-putting remarks or passive aggressiveness. And that's not really the, I mean, yeah, you could say it's, it's a funny remark, but it's not really the foundation of um, being effective. If you, and even if you look at professional comedians, you know, and, and the ones that really have a place in your heart, longstanding, what I've experienced and also what uh, the feedback that I've received are the ones that are snide and, and, you know, putting other people down. They might be funny for a while. They might, you know, be on the big stage for a while, but the ones that really leave a mark on us are those ones that are really sincere. Robin Williams is an example that I like mm -hmm. to use. Just, Hey, I'm, I have no, I, you know, one time I saw him get out of the ocean. He was swimming with a bunch of dolphins and this dolphin kind of turned on him, you know, and it was like charging him and he gets out of the water. He goes, apparently I'm the only one in the world that can piss off a dolphin, you know, <laughs> 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 but just that endearing, like, uh, Hey, uh, you know, versus, you know, you guys have seen him. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. Another yeah. aspect, um, Lisa, that I want to, I want to talk about is sometimes with humor, watching a lot of these comedians, we kind of had a set up something that will help people present and figure out how they team together. It's kind of a, a, for simplicity, it's a two by two matrix. But if you look at comedians over time, it can help, you know, obviously in comedy, but can help in business as well. So this is okay. So if you are, um, it's on the basis of introversion and left mm -hmm. brain, right brain. Mm -hmm. So if you're introverted and you are left brain, then you tend to like structure and you tend to be more of a writer. Yeah. Well, if a lot of, and, and the good thing about writers, they come up with a lot of witty truths and they're, they're very good at writing structure. They often get overridden though by somebody who's more extroverted or right brain. But the good thing about a writer, and to your point about overlooking comedy or even overlooking their role, embrace that. There's so much power to that, being a writer. Woody Allen, David Sedaris. David Sedaris just gets up there and reads his material. Right. He's a writer. He's not a performer, but yeah. different. Uh, so I'll just go a little bit on the, if you're more extroverted, but you're still uh, left brain, you're what I like to call an engager. And, you know, Lisa, for example, I would put you definitely in this category, right? That's where you get your power is engaging people. That's where your, whether it be humor or insight or conversation or building on something like that. So I think it's, again, embracing that. And even knowing that if I'm an engager, I better get somebody really good to engage with. You've done really well today, by the way. I just, <laughs> if, if you're, uh, if you're, if you're right brained and you are, or yeah, if you're right brained and you're more introverted, uh, you're what I like to call a storyteller. 
So Marlon, you, you gave a good example, like telling the stories today about your kids or your husband. But Martin uh, Scorsese, right? Didn't want to be writing, didn't want to be acting, wanted to be telling the story. So mm -hmm. again, embrace that. A lot of people beat them up. I didn't come up with good written material. I didn't perform. Find people in your group who you can perform with or you, who you can make you better. And yeah. finally, if you're extroverted and you're right brain, it's like you're a performer. You want to be out there performing like Robin Williams. You're not going to write the best material. So embracing what you are, and even from a comedic perspective, am I funny, am I not? There is everybody I truly believe is funny, but embrace your version of funny. Is it the written mm. word? Is it performing? Is it engaging? Um, and, and really, and share that with people. And don't try to be something that you're not. In my experience, it doesn't work out very well. You're magical and you're special the way that you are. Not to sound too much like Mr. Rogers, but I truly <laughs> believe that. And just uh, finding that. Sorry, yeah. I know that was a lot with a two by two, but I really think that helps people bring that out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Embracing your your own version of funny. Yeah. 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 And, and your own gifts, you know, your own combination mm -hmm. of, of gifts. You don't have to be everything. You don't have to be the, the star performer. You don't have to be the star writer. You know, right. you, you do you. You find your own place of magic. And uh, yeah, I'm curious what... What is the piece of advice that you would give to people in teams, in businesses, to try and, and awaken their own magical place? Of yeah, whoever comedy. feels inspired right now, what, what can they start with? Yeah, it's funny. I would just say um, it's, it's exactly, Lisa, uh, like, you, like what you just said. It's um, be yourself because uh, everybody else is taken. And I think... <laughs> And I'm forgetting right now who that quote is, but you can, I didn't make it up, but I love that quote. And it'll, I wrote it in the book. I just <laughs> haven't had enough coffee. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Another comedic morning. moment by Chris Tavish. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I truly believe that. Finding your own gifts and your magic and, and getting in touch with that and sharing that joy with the world. Thank you. Yeah, that's so important. So necessary. Well, I hope that the people out there listening have been feeling really inspired by this. I know we're, we're, yeah, it's so lovely to speak to you, Chris. Thanks so much yeah. for bringing your, your light and your joy to, to this podcast. We really appreciate it. And thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you feel inspired to uh, go out and, and find your own, yeah, your own brand of you and your own humor, your own sweet spot. Um, you can listen to our podcast directly online. It's easy to find us and subscribe on Apple, Google, all of the major platforms. Do make sure that you do subscribe so that you can uh, be the first one to learn about new episodes, including when Chris's is published. Give us a rating and review. We'd love to hear your feedback as well as topic requests and also what it is that, you know, the podcasts inspire in you uh you know what what has chris brought out in you in your day we'd love to hear about that so let us know that's it for now so thanks chris so much and uh until next time thanks Bye. you guys it was such a joy being with you yeah thanks for being here <laughs> thanks <laughs>